Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about more religion in schools and a new governmental department from the anti-government party. (laughs) But first, I want to let everyone know, if you like this podcast and want to join in on the conversation, you can... Just go to facebook.com slash profanearg. You can post your thoughts or a link to an article that you'd like us to discuss. Pretty much anything you want. Feel free to go there and share. We've got a couple people posting things, and uh, one of them's me, and uh, I'm not on Facebook that much, so a little interaction, little things to talk about. That'd be cool. We need a live chat. Ooh, maybe someday. I think to do that, we'll need to figure out how to record this in another format, like off of uh, off of Discord or off of something like that. Mm, sounds hard. You know what you could do? The easiest way, and this is probably something you should talk about off the air, but just make a room in the Discord, leave it as an open invite, and then one of us can just monitor the channel as people are listening. If they could listen live. We don't have a listen live function anymore, though, right? Uh, not, well, not currently. No. No. This is all interesting stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to discuss and figure something out. Yeah, I'd like to. In any case... The very first thing that I have to talk about today, just had no idea that this was a, an actual thing that was moving forward, but apparently it has been introduced to the House and the Senate to add Darwin Day. Resolutions have been proposed to both the House and the Senate to create a federal Darwin Day, which would celebrate the Darwin's birthday. Hmm. Never happens. No. Yeah, probably. Well, in <laughs> Not this, in this in, climate. Uh. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the the argument is by celebrating, commemorating the anniversary of the birth of Charles Darwin, we not only acknowledge his enormous contributions to our better understanding of the origins of life, but send a message that we value education, knowledge, and science as our guiding principles. Again, mm. not, hey. not not currently. <laughs> True. Sounds great. Will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a few I am, years. You know, every January, I, I somehow always forget this. And I'm always shocked when I hear it, that Martin Luther King Day didn't come around till the 80s. Oh, yeah. I'd- and that Reagan was, like, against it. Like, he, he didn't really, wasn't a big fan of Martin Luther King and considered him, like, a terrorist or something. I, that, that I didn't know. I-, I, I guess you just take take for granted that you, like, grow up with it and you're just like, oh, I don't know. I assume they started Martin Luther King Day the day he died. No. <laughs> some some states don't, still don't follow it. In fact, some states right? followed up with Robert E. Lee Day or something on the same day because... Wow, that's a dick move. <laughs> that's not racist. Right. I think I think good old Arizona is just like, nope, doesn't doesn't deal with either. Okay. They're like, we don't do Martin Luther King Day. We don't do Robert E. Lee Day. We don't like daylight savings. We don't tolerate nothing. <laughs> Fuck that Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Fuck those natives. <laughs> those desert folk are weird. Yeah. I am going to uh, to put a link 
There's a link off of Hemet Mehta's uh, website to tell Congress to support the Darwin Day resolutions. It's a contact letter that uh, you could fill out if you want to do that. Like you said, though, in this environment, I, I just don't see it happening. But we'll get to more of that later. Right. Uh-oh. I, Uh-oh. That may, but that makes me want to just learn more about our government and how it works. Because, you know, what what we're going to cover later and just stuff that's always in the news, like there's no budget, there's no federal <laughs> spending, they're fighting over DACA, they're trying to fix CHIP, and someone's like, I don't know, let's work on some Darwin Day legislation. I'm like, come on! <laughs> how much free time do you have? A lot. Prioritize. Mm-hmm. You know there's another guy in there going, I just want to confirm that In God We Trust is on our money. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it hasn't changed since the last... Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Can we all vote that we're sure on this? Yeah. Ian, I'm still trying to figure out how the government shuts down. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do some research into history because I, I don't have any, you know, remembrance of constant government shutdowns. And I feel like within the last six years, it's happened probably six times. <laughs> well, the last time was in 2013. Well, this is probably for a different segment of the show. <laughs> well, that's okay because... It just, it keeps coming up. And the mm-hmm. reason it keeps coming up is because they only vote to extend it for a short period of time. And sometimes the period of time is what, three weeks this time? Less than three weeks. Yeah. yeah. And the Democrats blinked yeah. on DACA. They did. I th- Every they, time? Not, yeah. not just on DACA? <laughs> well, I think they made the calculation that it was more damaging to shut down the government than it was to not do DACA. Except everybody was blaming the Republicans and mostly the president for this. I don't know why they blinked. Yeah. They blinked on an assurance. Yeah. Uh, that Mitch McConnell's <laughs> Mitch like, McConnell. don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who held up the Supreme Court nomination for a year yeah. is like, trust me, I will bring this up. <laughs> yeah. He lied to two of his, to, to Republicans. What was it? Claire McCaskill? I forget who the other one was. I promised to do this and I promised to do this. And he didn't. So, oh, yeah. When he was like, I won't touch Medicaid and Social Security. Oh, guess what we're going after? Yeah. <laughs> it's automatic. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that. No. I mean, it was such an easy argument. They're like, you're the one who canceled this. You're the one who let CHIP lapse. This is mm. your fault. I mean, I do like the fact that they got six years worth of funding out of CHIP. In ex- I, I've kind of, you know, <laughs> they got six years of CHIP funding for a three-week delay on a shutdown. If you if you put it that way, oh, it's did not- they? Yes. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, but what was the original plan for CHIP? CHIP was always on the bill. Yeah, but it's always been a bargaining chip for the re- Republicans, though. No pun intended. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, okay. But in, the, in the last bill that they proposed, how long was it to be funded for? I don't think CHIP has been brought up. It's always been a- – No, it was – It was CHIP was on the last bill because that was, that was the Republicans talking point. They're like, they're taking CHIP away hmm. from these ki- from these kids because they won't vote for this because they want DACA. So it was on there. Maybe it wasn't six years, but – Maybe. I was curious how long it was on there. But I guess the Democrats felt bad that the – the troops weren't going to get to watch the playoffs because <laughs> the, uh, the army TV was down because of the government shutdown. So, you know, well, the, fuck those dreamers. The Demo- one of the Democrats put through um, during the shutdown a proposed a bill to pay soldiers because soldiers are required to work, obviously, but we're not going to get paid. So a Democrat put in a, a bill saying, let's pay the pay our soldiers because every time we have a shutdown, that's what we do. And the Republicans rejected it. Well, they didn't reject it. McConnell wouldn't let it go to a vote. Sure. So Same he death, didn't. Yeah. He didn't take any action. He actually specifically took inaction, prevented it from calling because nothing can be voted on unless he wants it to be. Right. So he called their bluff. Yeah. How is that fucking possible? Uh. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Majority leader. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. That's how it works, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that, but why does? But why? 
How come they just can't say, hey, I have a bill, let's vote on it, and then, you know, they can vote it down? Well, maybe if- He can just be like, nah, we're not voting on that shit. Well, maybe if the House of Representatives passes something to him, he has to vote on it, but if it's coming out of his house, they don't have to- he doesn't have to bring it up. But, I mean, he and Paul Ryan have got a- they got a thing, though, so- <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know all the intricacies of, our, of the federal government, it baffles me. I do like how everybody is ignoring the president because he keeps on bringing up the nuclear option. You know, just make it so that you can't filibuster anything. And everybody's like, yeah, no, we shouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You tried that last time. Yeah. Crazy old man. Yeah. Mind your business. (laughs) That's not a good idea. If the Republicans could get away with doing it just temporarily while they're in charge, they would. But uh, yeah, that won't fly either. All right. So I'm moving on to another crazy old man. One of the stories uh, that that Karen put in, if you want to uh, take this and run with it, Pence going to uh, Jerusalem, and weirdly, he only met with with the Jews. He met with none of the Palestinian Catholics. He didn't meet with any other Christians in the country. The only people he met with were the Jews in Jerusalem, which is weird, considering that he's such a staunch Catholic, except that it goes into that whole bringing about the end days, end times. The whole reason that all of this is happening is because they want to bring about the end times. So he was not concerned about the Christians that were in Jerusalem, just the Jews, so that they could take over Jerusalem and begin the end of days. I mean, it's crazy. I'm trying so, to remember yes. who it was, but I, I don't know offhand. One of his evangelical people actually came out this last week and said that one of the main reasons that he still backs Trump, even with mm-hmm. all the other stuff going on, is because he's bringing about the end days. Yeah. He says this is a positive thing. He gets a mulligan on the, the porn star. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, I just heard that on the on before I came over here. <laughs> I was listening on, on uh, CNN. And the reason I put the story in, because I was uh, reading about it on uh, I don't know, rawstory.com, and their headline is, Jerusalem expert slams Pence for treating his city like an end of days biblical theme park. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't treat it like it's a city and there are, you know honest-to-God human beings that live there that are going to be impacted by these decisions. He treats it like, you know, the Noah's Ark theme park and that it just brings about the end days. It's bonkers. That's all. But does he really believe that? That's a t- I'm pretty sure- Mike sh- Pence is a goddamn enigma. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Yet, he's okay. We've I know we've gone over this a thousand times, uh-huh. but he's okay with everything that, tr- that Trump does. Because he gets his way. He gets to whisper in his ear, and Steve Miller gets to whisper yeah. in his ear. And yeah, Trump, Pence knows that if Trump goes down, he goes down too. Probably. So he's got it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's, you don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't impeach the president and then be like, yeah, his vice president's cool too. <laughs> Usually not. They did with Nixon. <laughs> What's that? No, Agnew was gone. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. But Ford was his, was his VP at that point. Yes. Did, oh, Agnew resigned first? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For tax evasion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't think you're getting Pence on tax evasion. I think if, he, no. if he's not included in the whole obstruction of justice, collusion, uh, conspiracy stuff, I don't he was, think He was the head of the down. transition team. Mm. He was. It's, it's going to be hard to keep his, his hands completely clean. I agree. I just don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how He seems to be that. the only one who hasn't talked to a Russian. <laughs> not directly. That's not, th- so not that far. we know of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just I just thought the idea of um, our hyper Christian vice president going to Jerusalem and only meeting with the Jews was bizarre at best. Well, I think it goes back to the fact that most of the Christians in mm. Israel are Palestinians. Brown. They're brown. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. 
Oh, that's a no-go for Pence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, uh, moving back to this country. Over mm-hmm. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the police this uh, this last holiday season tweeted out, throw some change to the Salvation Army bucket, and they had two high-ranking officers at uh, nearby Macy's ringing the bell on behalf of the Salvation Army. Hmm. So they are being called out. Yeah, the Freedom from Religion Foundation nice. is calling them out uh, and saying, you really need to do something about this. They sent an, uh, a warning letter saying, this is not merely a charity. It's a church denomination with evangelical mission. So you, you really shouldn't be doing this. So they're requesting that the police take down their tweets and inform them in writing about how they plan to resolve the constitutional violations in the future. Could the, could the Tulsa PD be reached for comment? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't believe so. I don't think they've responded. <laughs> they replied with, yet. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the chief of police. Yeesh. Yeah, I don't think that uh, that's going to be happening anytime soon. I think they're going to just ignore it and uh, hope the FFRF doesn't doesn't keep coming back at them yeah in defense of the tulsa police i doubt they realize what they're doing a lot of people don't I, know i imagine in their heart their heart was in the right place and they're like hey we're just helping out a donation you know and not really thinking about it right i mean the salvation army is such a ubiquitous group people don't think about who they are and they're they're actually you know n- not good folks it turns out but people don't know that so right so, I mean, like, you know, these guys don't – I just don't think that they were sitting in there at the at the police station were like, yo, let's get our – let's push our Christian agenda today. <laughs> yeah, it's highly likely that they were just trying to, like you said, do what do what they thought was right. Right. Yeah. Well, for FFRF's action um, just, it, you know, lets people know who the Salvation Army is. That works. Just spread a little yeah. knowledge. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Then you get like me and try and spit in their face when they get in your face. <laughs> Merry Christmas shit. <laughs> I always want to ask them, do you work for the Salvation Army or are you making minimum wage to ring that bell? I mean, is this a job or is this a... I thought it was a volunteer situation. Nope, it is no. a job. Hmm. Oh, snap, really? It is a job. I My friend's sister tried to get the job. Uh, she's a little touched <laughs> in the head. Sure. There's no proof of that, but we all just assume. <laughs> Right. And uh, she got cut from the job because she couldn't ring the bell properly. What? I shit you not. Wow. Is there yeah. a specific bell ringing cadence that you have to maintain? Who the hell or? knows? She, maybe she just wasn't doing it or she had she was ringing it once and then waiting three seconds and ringing it again and then waiting one second and it was all off and everyone's like, this is crazy. I'm not donating money. You can't ring a bell properly. <laughs> Your t- your sour tones are making me less generous. But I do remember, I'm like, oh, how'd it go with your sister in the Salvation Army? He just shook his head like, nah, she didn't make the cut. <laughs> Can't ring the bell properly. <laughs> so she wasn't a member of the Salvation Army? Because I have a I had a friend whose brother was in the Salvation Army, his brother and, and his wife. And they, I mean, it's really kind of militaristic. It, it kind of... In some ways, Scientology reminds me of it because he would talk about people of higher rank and and officers of the Salvation Army and how they had houses provided to them by the Salvation Army, but uh, the apartment that he and his wife w- were at was just complete shit. And how how he could qualify for food stamps because he was getting paid so little, but he was like a you know full full time member of the Salvation Army. I imagine within the organization, like proper, it's like that. But I probably around Christmas time, they probably hire temp people. Sure, I would think. I oh, mean, yeah. 
just in, just in my small little area, there's like four or five of them. You can't go to any store without seeing them. Sure. Well, if you search, if you do a Google search for Salvation Army bell ringer jobs, it's there's a ton of them. Indeed.com and Snag a Job and all these Glassdoor.com. Yeah, they hire holiday workers. Okay. I wonder if you have to be Christian or if you could, you know, uh, preach the, the gospel of, of Satan whilst ringing your bell. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a fireball offense right there. <laughs> uh, time to test it out. <laughs> Karen, first it goes, can you ring the bell? Second, are you a Satanist? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm moving back to Pennsylvania, our home state. Rick Saccone. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but that's how I'm pronouncing his name. (laughs) He is a candidate for uh, the Republican House. He is just, he's amazing. He doesn't care about the church separation of church and state in any way. And Trump came to Pennsylvania on the 18th in order to put his weight behind this guy. And he is quite amazing. In 2012, this guy sponsored a resolution declaring it the year of the Bible in Pennsylvania (laughs) as a reminder that we look to our faith in God and the Holy Scripture to provide us with strength, wisdom, courage to conquer these great trials. What were the great trials in 2012? Was that when Obama got reelected? Yeah, Obama was reelected. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In 2013, he sponsored a National Fast Day where he wanted everyone to recognize the power of God and uh, fast. Mm-hmm. And then later in the year, he sponsored the National Motto Display Act, which would call for uh, schools to put in God we trust, every public school to put in God we trust in the classroom. And then he later claimed it was a bipartisan bill because a Democrat voted for it. A single. <laughs> Yeah, one. And he said that uh, even an atheist backed it, except the person that he cited as as backing it was uh, the leader of the Pennsylvania Atheists, which is a group that doesn't exist. (laughs) So a lot of atheists send... Because if it did, Ray would be in charge of it. (laughs) A lot of atheists sent him open letters uh, saying, no, no. Atheists aren't going to back your national motto display act. He also said anyone who opposed the bill wasn't really a patriot. Mm. Uh-huh. So yeah. this is a special election, right? Yeah. All eyes are on this election. All Wait, eyes. Why? What's going on? Because, well, because it's a special election, which means the Republicans can lose another seat. Right. Who, what? I thought I thought this was a Pennsylvania House. No, no this, this is, is the federal. federal House. But it's the House. Oh. It's the House, not the Senate, though. Still, yeah. I didn't realize. And why is it special? Who did who did they lose, or what? Tim, who was he replacing? Tim Murphy, that guy who cheated on his wife, or did he did something right? Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a mistress that he encouraged to have an abortion. Mm. Right, right. Classic Republican move. <laughs> Turns out that was a little too far, so he stepped down, and now uh, president is getting behind this guy, Rick Saccone, oh. in order to take his place. Here's what I love about this tweet from Trump too. This was in the news last week. I did not know this, that if the if the president goes out and talks for somebody, like when remember when he went down to, where did he go, Louisiana, right on the Florida or the Alabama yeah. border or whatever, right. and was doing all that, the RNC has to pay for those things when he does that, when he goes behind a candidate. Hmm. Uh, by law, they have to pay for it. So usually, from what I understand, is that presidents, when they're going to go actually campaign for somebody, they're really there on official business. And, hey, while I'm here, I looked at this factory, and now let me talk about so-and-so. 
Is that usually how you can get around that bullshit? So they did the same thing with Trump. They're like, no, Trump is down here to talk to, to look at a steel factory or something like that. And then this asshole tweets out, I'm going to Pennsylvania to give my total support for Rick Sacone, <laughs> thus making the RNC have to pay for it. Nice. Well, otherwise, who would pay for it? Just the regular federal government that, tr- that pays for him to travel around? Right. Okay. Well, they when if he does this, then yeah, then uh, the RNC has to foot the bill for huh. the venue, you know, the, whatever they have to do. Sure. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't yep. care. There's another one that uh, if a if a Democrat wins, they're going to be like, "Holy shit!" Well, I don't know what's going to happen because this this is in March. So in the state um, Supreme Court yesterday was it? They ruled. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, they ruled that um, the gerrymandering in Pennsylvania, which is some of the best in the land, yay. Um, Me and Ian in the same district. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were three hours apart from each so other. So bizarre. So the, yeah, the state Supreme Court declared it unconstitutional by the Pennsylvania con- Constitution. It had nothing to do with – it wasn't a federal court. It wasn't a federal case. It wasn't anything to do with the United States Constitution. It was the Pennsylvania Constitution. And it was against that. And they called it egregious, yada, yada, yada. And, and they've got until, I don't know, first week of February sometime to come up with new districts. And if they don't, the court will. I'm telling you, we're going to be smoking weed in this state in two years. <laughs> Get ready, Ian. Start making up a factory or whatever you need to do. Start growing shit. <laughs> You're going to go into business. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the theory is, though, is that the, the federal courts cannot step in and overrule this. But you know they're going to try because right now the federal courts are kind of pulling up all these cases together and are going to rule on them to, as one. Right. And I don't, and it's probably not going to go a good way. Oh. Yeah. All right, Ian, hide that plant yeah. you've been growing. But, yeah, for sure. But the thing put, put it is, back in the closet. This is against, this, they said that this goes against the Pennsylvania Constitution. Right. So the Supreme Court doesn't have jurisdiction there. They shouldn't can't go to the Supreme Court. It shouldn't. I'm not. What happened to states' rights? I, yeah, I'm not exactly. holding my breath. Hey, I was just happy that they said it was bullshit. Yeah. That made me feel good. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck! All right, nice." <laughs> now it, it is a uh, democratic court. They they do have democratic leanings, and they were appointed by Democrats, so it was not a big surprise. But still, hey, it, it is so obvious. It's still the right thing. Yes. Yeah. It, it is so obvious. I mean, what is it? Thirteen of the eighteen seats. In the House of Representatives in Pennsylvania are held by Republicans, but if you did the the pure count, they actually won by like fifty two percent. So it should be about even, and it's really not even. So we we should have roughly equal representation in, in the House of Representatives, and we don't. And that's the root of gerrymandering. That's the issue. And the district Damn. where this mm. is taking place, where Rick Zacone is, has been Republican for sixteen years. Mm. Trump won that district by nineteen points. Whew. So well, he won Alabama and a bunch of other places too by a lot of places. This is true. They've lost thirty-four seats this year. Wow, to Democrats, that's a lot. It is, and that's not even. I mean, look at everything that happened at the women's march. Mm-hmm. They weren't just talking about women's rights. They were like grabbing by the midterms, <laughs> is what I kept seeing. <laughs> you know, and a lot more and women. I are didn't running this too. guy running against Sacone, this Connor Lamb, yeah, a former federal prosecutor yeah. and Marine Corps vet. How is he not going to win? Yeah. He's got the creds, yeah. I mean, this this. I mean, they're saying this is probably the toughest one out of them. All. Well, I guess maybe Alabama was tougher, but yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, imagine. I, I mean, it, it's really going to be one of the tougher ones in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I mean, this Sacone. I got faith. Uh, I got faith. <laughs> <laughs> this Sacone, though, is not a you know a, a supposed child molester. He is an amazing n- not separation of church and state dude. But how many people are actually okay with that? There are very few people that are okay with child molestation, but <laughs> <laughs> half Alabama. Uh, yeah, 
trope. Well, let's see what let's see what shakes out on this Sakonga. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, I was going to say, if you get your name mentioned here a, a couple months before the election, you got some skeletons in your closet. We're going to find them out. <laughs> but they do call this guy Roy Moore minus the sex scandal, so. <laughs> nice. Mm. This is out near Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. This is going on. Like, so we, and we can't vote on this. No. All right. But if you live near Pittsburgh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Allegheny County's really been red for the last 16 years? That's not... Not um, it's not Allegheny. It's not the city of Pittsburgh. It's the you know the the metropolitan. It's the area outside of Pittsburgh, I believe. Oh, well, they all right. The, you know the, the gerrymandering. They give up you know the city of Philadelphia and the city of Pittsburgh, but they bound it in such a way that the the lines are they maximize the Democrats inside the small area kind of thing. Right. I better check. I might be in this guy's district. The way they rewrite this. I just pulled up a district map. It goes from the the border. Uh, with Ohio, way past Pittsburgh, it is this weird oblong oh, the- hammer-shaped district. I was going to say it's the hammer-shaped one, but it's the one that's in the suburbs, though. It's not not, not near, not close to the city, right? Around the city, oh. yeah. Which makes sense because Pittsburgh and Philly are always blue. Yep. Right. Right. No, this 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 area you're describing, I'll have to look at it on a map when I get a chance. But it sounds like the ancestral homelands of a co-host of another show that I have. <laughs> yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yep. <laughs> Ryan Etzel? <laughs> no. <laughs> Solid guess, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move over to uh, South Dakota. This uh, this was amazing. There's a lawmaker in South Dakota who tried to pass a law to make it illegal. As a class one misdemeanor punishable by a year in jail and fine up to $2,000 to misrepresent the state seal by removing the slogan off of the state seal. So the state seal of South Dakota has a slogan on it that says, under God, the people rule. And she saw the state seal (laughs) with that removed and she wanted it to, uh, to be illegal to have the state seal represented anywhere without having... Under God, the people rule on the uh, article. Wow. So uh, apparently a lot of her co-workers think she's actually insane. Um, mm-hmm. So the the uh, one of the policy directors for the uh, ACLU, uh, American Civil Liberties Union, Libby Skerin, said that it's not, uh, it's not a road that's unconstitutional. It's not a road we want to go down. And basically, I, I think where she saw this, without the uh, slogan, was on an article of clothing. So it was so small, there wasn't, just wasn't room enough <laughs> to put that label on. But uh, in any case, wow. I thought it was hilarious. Now, since then, they have updated the, uh, the law, the, the bill that she had put in play. And the only place that it, it is called into question is now that if it is greater than one half inch in diameter and used for official purpose or for profit, uh, the requirements do not infringe upon or limit any artistic or satirical use of the seal. <laughs> so they added that to it, and now it looks like it's probably probably going to go through. Wow. And you got to go back to what Ian said earlier. These people got a lot of fucking time on their hands yeah. to worry about dumb shit. I do like that they, you know, took the time to amend it so that it was the complete opposite of what she was hoping. (laughs) Use of the seal should be illegal, except in all uses. (laughs) Oh, thanks, amendment. It makes me want to uh, go take take the seal and put something else on it, but (laughs) I'm not I'm not creative that way. I couldn't think of anything. Give me some time. It's such a weird statement, anyway. 
It is, yeah. Although stuff like that, I, I agree with you, Ray. It's totally compelling. Back back when they uh when the courts took away their copyrights, I so desperately wanted to bootleg Washington Redskin merchandise, <laughs> but I just never got around to it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that on a South Park episode? <laughs> Did they do that? I don't. I, I haven't. Ever since I got married, it turns out I don't like South Park. It's oh. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Family Guy. I don't like South Park. <laughs> I don't like eating cereal in the same room as my wife. It's weird. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Cereal eating noises. <laughs> God, I'm glad I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The main section that I wanted to talk about, I've got a few different examples here, but... It, it really covers religion being taught in schools. And we had a discussion about this last week, but it, it just gets worse. So over in Iowa, there are 12 Republicans that have filed a bill to teach elective Bible courses in public school. They have filed this HF 2031, which is similar to the uh, West Virginia bill that we discussed. Unlike it, the courses would not be mandatory but for the, the school districts, but it would allow a teacher to do a, a course. And of course, it, it, it's supposed to be to cover the literature, music, art, how it's all been influenced by the Bible. But it's just an excuse to get the Bible in, in school and teach about it. Right. I mean. Right. I still think it's too too bold of a jump yeah. for me to, to tolerate such a thing. Yeah. You got to start even smaller. If you tell me that there is a teacher who is willing to chaperone an after-school club hmm. where they sit and discuss this sort of stuff, and that, that they have to sacrifice their free time to chaperone this club, and that it is a student-run club, then I would say, well done, Iowa. <laughs> Enjoy your club. This seems like a trap, an obvious trap. Yeah. <laughs> So why can't they do that shit at the church though, Ian? What's that? Have a club? Yeah. Why? I mean, like, can't the church start up an elective program where you come in and learn about the Bible? Sure. Sure. I'm sure if you wanted to go learn um, Hebrew scriptures, you could go over to the local temple and they would they would gladly teach you about their beliefs and their religion. Yeah. Why does it have to be at school? I think the answer is because the mm. kids are already there because they're forced to be at the school. Captive audience. Yeah. So we're going to take advantage of that. But if that one wasn't Obvious enough. Let's look at Alabama. Oh, God. <laughs> so we know that people have tried to get the Bible into school by calling it intelligent design or talking about evolution or the controversy of evolution. Yeah, forget all that. This guy, Steve Hurst, who is a state representative, is just wanting to come out and say, hey, any teacher may include as a portion of instruction the theory of creation as presented in the Bible. He's trying to get this passed as a law. Wow. Credit shall be permitted on any ex examination in which the student provides a response in adherence to this theory. So he's not only saying teachers should be allowed to teach straight from the Bible, but if a kid doesn't like the answer that evolution... Uh, is, is is real in any way, he can just write down, nope, that's not what the Bible teaches me, and that answer is correct as well. The, find, the thing I find curious about this is that he just called creation a theory. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was also the first sour note that I heard. <laughs> I was, And again, I know we have been working on this, and, and a couple episodes ago, Karen, Karen uh, pointed out the, the fallacy of, of suggesting that, that race is anything other than human, which I've come <laughs> to accept and understand. 
Yeah, people simply just don't understand what the word theory means. So he he's either using it in a scientific manner, as in it's a a supposition that's had proof behind it, yada yada yada, or he's calling creation a theory in the way that they use theory, which is it's a guess. So either way, it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just wanted to put it on equal ground with evolution. Would be my guess. Yeah, but you, you can't. You, it's you can't have, can't have it both ways. It's either a theory or it's a theory. You know what I mean? I, I, I agree. <laughs> also, don't you open the door now for for all other creation theories for someone to be like, well, that's not what I believe. I think you should be teaching that we live in the eye of a blue eyed giant, like in fucking Game of Thrones, <laughs> or the or know, the back the of the turtle, turtle yeah. or what? Yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I mean, like, why do these people just assume it's their religion is fucking right? That's how religion works, but... Well, I understand that, but... They're only trying to save our souls. I mean, come on. Ay, ay, ay. So this guy who's in... There are more... Mu- Wait, <laughs> there are more Muslims on this planet than there are Christians, right? Uh, no. Uh, don't think I don't so. I think that was true. I think there are more oh. Buddhist? I don't remember. More Buddhist than anything? China's got a lot of people in it. Uh, that's true. <laughs> mm, yeah, they can't all be Buddhists, though. No, they're not. I, no, I think Christianity yeah. still wins. I think um, Islam is is coming up a close second. I believe. Yeah, I suspect it's neck and neck, and Wikisp- as far as that goes, Wikipedia will tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to this, Christianity is at two point four billion. Islam is one point six billion. Hinduism at one point one five billion. Buddhism not even a billion. Three hundred seventy six million. There you go. So your Christians are already winning. 100,000 atheists? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, according to uh, this, which is from 2012, secular, non-religion, agnostic atheist is less than or equal to 1.1 billion, is ranked number number four on the list. Wow, that's much better than I expected. Yeah, we need our own caucus. (laughs) (laughs) That's worldwide. Still, I I totally approve. When, When... when I heard Ray read out the number 2.4 billion, I was like, that's a bummer. <laughs> that makes me feel bad. Yeah, yeah out of 7.1 uh, billion total. Yeah. Yeah. But the Christians are losing numbers every year, right? Yes. I think, and I believe Islam is gaining. Oh, damn. That's not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from... If, that, that could theoretically be worse. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Islam has gained uh, 400,000. In the past 10 years, and Christianity has lost 200,000. So, So, I mean, these probably aren't numbers that they're actually feeling the impact yet, right? I think all the histrionics are because they're counting up people and going, oh, crap, Islam is going to take over in black years, however many that is. So do you think they're trying to push this shit into the schools just to, like, we need anything or anything we can get? Yes. Max, this point. Maximize the numbers because we're, we're starting to lose. No, yeah, they're, lo- they're losing. They lost 200,000 people in the last 10 years. No, 200 million. I'm sorry. That's billions. <laughs> 200 million people in the last 10 years. And Islam has made a 400 million, million people gain? Yes. <sighs> Yikes. And how many people are there on the planet? Eight billion? So, over seven. Yeah. Over seven? Yeah. Ugh, that's a bummer too. Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not gonna man, we're never gonna get the fucking Star Trek at this rate. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is the problem. No, I said so many people. Yeah. They are uh are they making progress on synthetic food? <laughs> We've gotta run out of resources soon. Like real, real soon. Yeah. I don't know. I read some weird stat that we're not really overpopulated. That you could actually fit like uh I can't remember if it was the entire United States 
inside of Texas and still have room to breathe, or if it was the whole world. <laughs> you could. The problem is, is that um, room the room needed to grow food outweighs the room needed to, for wild species to exist. We're already right. driving pla- you know, uh, species off the planet into you know into oblivion. So it, it's just not a sustainable growth pattern at this point. I don't know. Maybe China's got it right with their one kid system or whatever they got. Oh. Darn tootin'. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, it, it's always more advantageous to have um, fewer people than than more people. Yes. Except if you're a religion. Yeah. Well, someone's got to pay for the jets and the mansions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you need the plebes. Yeah. yeah. Hey. You can't have one super, super stupid rich person without a million really poor people. <laughs> Oh, that got so, so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this guy I wanted to mention real quick, Stephen Hurst in uh, in Alabama. Yeah, Stephen Hurst in Alabama. This guy is known for his uh, previous proposals to require public school teachers to read a daily prayer in the classroom. And also, he has been uh, known to want to punish sex offenders with surgical or chemical castration. Wow. What? So he's a nice guy. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, but nobody nobody's entertaining these things, right? They're just like, oh, <laughs> well, you you nutty. <laughs> it has been done in the past, and I think that some of the things we currently do with um, habitual sex offenders are there's a thing called uh, civil. I forget what it's called, but there are people that are in jail effectively that are not currently under penalty phase of court sentence. They are they are there because they are habitual sex offenders and they have been removed from the population civilly. I'm not necessarily against this, but it's a slippery slope. Well, don't get me going on that because yeah. I'm always like, you need to get to the root of the problem as to just throw them in jail. Right. But, yes. And I think why does that? Why does a person habitually, say, you know, do that? Right. Because they haven't been chemically castrated. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there, there's your answer. <laughs> the one thing that we did see there's a Vice News uh, story about this uh, in mm. Washington State. They one of their islands. They dedicated, they put a prison on it, and it really looks like a maximum security prison, except what's inside is all of the uh, sex offenders who had reached a point in their actual jail term that they could be released, but they decided, the courts decided they should not be released, and they were just that dangerous, and they put them on this island. Now, inside... It looks like a, I mean, it, it really does look like a prison, but then you look at all the message boards and stuff and it's all like positive reinforcement and it's, it's, they're trying to get, like you said, get behind it, get, mm. get to the place where they can actually start releasing some of these people. And they have been, and you know, they follow up and keep them on probation and et cetera. But what was it like 17 states have different jails that are set up this way? Right. And I had just never heard of anything like that before. I thought once you did you did your time that you would be released and you were free. And like I said, I'm not sure that I'm opposed to this idea. I just was not aware of it. And it makes me uncomfortable considering the people that are currently in charge of our government. You know, if they can do that, they can do a lot of other things. I don't know. Yeah, because these people aren't under, they're just civilly under arrest. Right. They're not allowed to rejoin the populace. Right. Is that legal? In these states, they've made it legal. Hmm. They've made it so that a doctor has to... I mean, it's kind of like an asylum. Mm. A doctor has to sign off on you before you can leave. Well, I mean, if they're getting help, I guess there's nothing wrong with it. And I I mean, I I would hope that in order to get here, you really got to be a horrible sex offender. I would think so. 
Yeah. You know, I hope there's no kid in there who was 18 and he dated a 16-year-old or, you know, or something bullshit like that. No, it, from what was in the Vice, it, it, it was not that case. But all of these things like this are um, abusable. And um, you know, human beings, they, t- they tend to abuse. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I could absolutely see one day being like, oh, you voted for Hillary Clinton? You have to go to re-education camp. <laughs> That's kind of the extreme, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you don't you don't have a religion? Well, let's go find you one then. <laughs> Ew. Mm-hmm. We'll fix you. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix you. It's it's a slippery slope I was not comfortable with, and yet I was happy existed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll be long saying. dead before that shit happens. <laughs> your, your your slope got really steep and really slippery yeah, fast. It did I know? I don't think it was that alarming. <laughs> hey, listen, I had those thoughts running through my head when Trump's. Uh, Voter Fraud Commission was trying to get the voter rolls from every state. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who they voted for and all that bullshit. Like, I'm like, why do you want to know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me knock on my door any day with fucking black hoods. Really? You have you have <laughs> things like that and you add in privatized jail systems? That worries oh, yeah. me much more than what we saw about, about this thing. So, right, Oh, but- man. I heard some awful story yesterday about, or I don't know when it was, about a privatized jail where one of the inmates was sick or mm. something like that, and he was in, like, a, a ton of pain, and they wouldn't give him any drugs, and he was in so much pain that he gnawed his own fingers off in, in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. And uh, then there was another one where one of the one of the women in the in the prison got cancer, uh, breast cancer, mm. and they wouldn't give her any treatment. Then finally they gave her chemo, and then they the only drug they would give her for the pain from the chemo was a leave. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, privatized prisons. Whoa. No good. No good. No. Well, yeah. Anytime you you put profit in front of people, ugh. right? Then it then you get kids for cash. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that you hear that guy got a couple of his things uh, taken away, a couple of the charges taken away by some judge. Really? I did not hear that. What's that all about? Yeah, it's nothing major. It was like out of the twenty or thirty so charges he got, like they took like two or three of them away, mm. saying that they weren't right. He's still in jail. He's still doing his time. Mm. How how mm. how much time did he get? 15, 12, 12, 15 years? Um, for those people not in Pennsylvania, Eastern Pennsylvania, there was a uh, a judge and a police department and a private prison that were all working together to put juveniles into prisons. And they, the courts caught up with them and a couple of them went to jail. It was real bad. It was called PA was. Child Care. <laughs> PA Child Care, yeah. Uh, kids kids for cash. If you, you know, look it up on the internet, there's a whole ugly, sordid story behind it. Well, that's way worse than the last thing that I had on <laughs> teaching religion in schools. But this uh-huh. uh, this one t- took the cake as far as I put them in order, getting worse and worse. Oh, goody. <laughs> in Mississippi, Cradell Calhoun, who is a Democrat, has proposed huh? a bill that would a- amend existing laws and would require in every school a copy of the Ten Commandments to be displayed in every classroom alongside the already required In God We Trust sign <laughs> that's already required in every school, in every classroom. Wow. But this would also require that teachers in the school districts have, uh, they would have to read the Ten Commandments. They would have to recite them aloud at the beginning of first hour of class each day that school is in session. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> This guy's fucking insane. <laughs> I mean, we How went, they get in God we trust up there? Jesus. <laughs> it's Mississippi. <laughs> right, Mississippi. <laughs> it's the motto, Karen. <laughs> yeah. We already covered that. But yeah, and this guy's a Democrat, so what the fuck? 
I like this. Do kindergartners really need to be told not to commit adultery? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Instead of this, why don't we teach our kids not to eat Tide Pods? (laughs) I mean... Why would a Democrat do this? I don't understand. Yeah, well, well, there are Christian Democrats, but usually they're not this loco. Yeah. Wow. This guy is amazing. I got to look this this nutty guy up. Incredible. How yeah. old he is. What's his story? Um, yeah, I can only I can only assume he just does not have the the money to put up the upfront money to be a, a Republican. Mm. So he had to get on the less expensive ticket. <laughs> well, he's 74. Well, <laughs> explains that part might, of it. Yeah. Yeah. He is a Democrat, though. Does it say when he went crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's got a Facebook page. (laughs) Missionary Baptist faith. Mm, Sorry. He's black? (laughs) Which explains why he can't be a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming together. Yeah. Required to recite that. Get out of Dodge. Wow. so silly. Southern Baptist. he, He has a video of Obama saying, remember when we had a real president? You sure this is the guy proposing this? His name is Credle. Creedle. How many Creedle Calhouns can there possibly be? <laughs> he hates Trump. I'll tell you that. All his, He's got a lot of anti-Trump shit on here. Well, you can easily be a Christian and hate Trump. I, I know. It's just, just, oh my God. If you're a what good Christian. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a good Christian, you should hate Trump. Did he lose a bet and then have to make this? <laughs> he says Southern Baptist. I guess so. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the last I have in any of the state news, and I just want to give a, a, a shout out to Heaven Meta, the friendly atheist. Check out the website; he's got a lot of interesting articles over there, and a lot of the stuff that we cover, uh, he brings to light. So I mm. uh, just want to give him another shout out. So moving on to national news, the one thing that I mentioned that we were going to talk about: a new office. This is an office under the. Health and Human Services Agency. It is a division for conscience and religious freedom. Oh, it's a they yeah. are specifically being, uh, well, this organ, this department is being put together to defend laws that protect religious freedom and conscience rights so that they're not just empty words on paper. So this is people who work for the government, work in healthcare, but have moral Moral objections to abortion, transgender, same-sex marriage, any sort of anti-discrimination protection for transgender people. This department is made to defend the people who have these moral objections so that they can't be sued. Wow. So this is being put together specifically to further the right-wing religious majority. Right. Do they find that it is more palatable to the public and more gets gets better traction when they call the moral objection and and not instead of religious objections like their objections have nothing to do with morality right. no their their objections are religion <laughs> amoral if anything yeah. <laughs> there's one thing i hate it's helping others yeah. well, <laughs> totally goes against my morality I like uh, Harper Jean Tobin of the National Center for Transgender Equality said this is the use of religion to hurt people because you disagree disapprove of who they are yeah exactly what it is wow yeah and the argument is that is that uh, for too long governments big and small have treated conscience claims with hostility instead of protection so they're saying that the government is hostile against these people because these people are just trying to discriminate yeah that's all they want to do 
<laughs> and it's it's wow. it's things like if they work in medical care and a woman says she wants an, an abortion, but you work at a religious hospital, so you are required by law to provide transportation to a hospital that will take care of her needs. And, well, what if you are morally opposed to that? You shouldn't be, uh, you know, required to give that person an ambulance. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even saying you and have you to do it. you thought the camps was going overboard before, Ian, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, 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 I still think the camps were overboard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can immediately correlate <laughs> keeping habitual sex offenders in prison with <laughs> they're going to ship me away for voting Democrat. <laughs> it's a long road, but yeah. <laughs> it's a really long road. They don't have a lot of time. Muller's on to this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. To be forced under pain of losing one's job is just outrageous. Wow. These people are insane. No, if you can't care for a person, you should get out of the people care business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just... It's insane, but... And yet this department is... It's moving forward. Until we can undo it again later. All right. All right. So on to uh, Trump stuff. There was stuff that came out today (laughs) Uh that apparently happened a while ago. I just found out today, I think it just came into the news today, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff Sessions was interviewed by Mueller last week, last Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, that just came out today, though, that we found out right. about it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is big news. Yeah, they're so quiet when they scoop someone yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, am, the- I have been impressed by just how quiet they've been able to keep things. This isn't the first time that we've heard about somebody being interviewed or somebody you know, completely working for them, like Papadopoulos, he'd been working with them for a long time. But Months. It, right. It's just when he pled guilty that it became public because it's part of the public record at that point. Right. And I'm sure that um, Mueller did not want us to find out about it, but that kind, that proceeding was necessary. So. I find it interesting, though, that they are trying to nail down a interview time with the president at this point. The only, and this is what gave me a little bit of trepidation before, the only person that I know that or don't know anything about them interviewing is Pence. Mm. Like at this point, they're trying to nail down an interview session with Trump. But to my knowledge, they haven't talked to Pence. Right. At least they haven't released it. That's, that's what it sounds like they could have. They yeah, have, yeah, exactly. Since they talked to Sessions last Wednesday and nobody knew, it's very possible that they have talked to Pence or that he's on the list or that, you know, uh, it, it's it's hard to say. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. When you're an investigator, <laughs> going public with what you're doing is not <laughs> is not the best thing to do. So That right. Mueller is not seeking the limelight no. at all. Oh, no. <laughs> I vaguely remember when they were doing uh, – Ken Starr and Bill Clinton and Monica, you know, it all mm. came out with the Monica Lewinsky. Like, I remember seeing Ken Starr everywhere. Didn't he release like the Ken Starr pages? It was like the biggest thing in the world yeah. where everybody got to read the report. Mm. Not Mueller. The fucker's tight lipped. Yeah, every once in a while they'll have a camera shot of him on the other side of the hallway with people shielding him and he's looking the other way. And that's as good as it gets. And he looks pissed. And he always <laughs> looks pissed. Damn it, they found me. <laughs> Yeah, he. You think you think Sessions was wearing a wire this past week? <laughs> How cool would that be? How fucking cool would that be? I don't know, but an interview with the FBI. I mean, from from what I understand, he could have been in the spot where he didn't have an attorney. He could not plead the fifth. And if you say you don't yeah. recall enough times, they can find you guilty of obstruction just by doing that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. And he's known for that. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this, and it's interesting that this came out today as a, along with the, uh, the, something going on with somebody supposed to fire the deputy FBI guy and he won't do it because he's feeling pressure from Sessions to do it. Did you hear anything about this? Yeah, I didn't follow. It was convoluted. I'm trying to. Re- yeah, because there was a couple new names in there I didn't know. I'm yeah. trying to remember the guy's name, but he was. Uh, McCabe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's him. He, yeah, the. He was getting pressure from Sessions to clean out some of the uh, the FBI. And it's basically anybody who, you know, hasn't sworn allegiance to right. the he Trump. Asked, right. McCabe asked, or uh, Trump asked McCabe, a Washington Post thing popped up during the podcast, that um, uh, Trump asked him who he voted for when they had a one-on-one meeting, which was inappropriate to begin with. But he, oh my God. yeah, he's doing his loyalty test. Well, and McCabe, during his, uh, they showed a clip from his... Uh, review the from uh, the Senate review and the, mm. the one senator asked him if you know the president or somebody did something that you uh, thought was morally objectionable what would you do and the guy's like well I would explain my uh, my position I would try to convince him otherwise and if that didn't work I would resign right and uh, supposedly he threatened to resign this last week so mm. Apparently things are getting. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm curious because Trump doesn't look like he's panicking. I'm curious if everybody around him is just lying to him. <laughs> I feel like maybe just so many other things have just deflected off of him. Like nothing happened. Like at all. Like things that I don't. Everything should have been devastating. Really, and it always. Yeah, yeah. it always stuns. But you just told me that that guy who were tra- the the Sacone guy is. Uh, you know, it's a special election because. Mm. The guy before him was caught having an affair, <laughs> just like John Edwards was caught having an affair, just like uh, was it the mayor of New York or Ellie, the governor Ellie of New Spitzer, York? Mm. Of. Spitzer was caught having mm. an affair. All of them careers ruined. Trump banging a porn star for a whole year <laughs> of his life. Peter six figures hush money. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, locker room talk. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you have even. Petraeus. Yeah. Evangelicals. Having an affair. You have evangelicals saying, well, yeah, he's not, you know, the pastor of the nation, but, uh, you know, he's getting things done that I want to see done, so we're okay with it. Right. Fucking hypocrites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goddamn hypocrites. Well, they don't They don't care about Trump. They just care about the, the policies that he's pushing. And as long as he keeps pushing them, they will let him get away with anything. It does not matter. If he comes out right. as so- an atheist gay man, they will not care. Because See, and so I, that I, I is... do think he's panicking, though. Like, he's not – he's running around trying to get everybody fired and removed and, well, I th- you know – I give Sessions two weeks at this point because Sessions has now testified to Mueller's investigators and cannot lie, cannot claim um, executive privilege. So told, pre- presumably told the truth, which means now Mueller has something from Sessions that Trump does not want him to have. And I think Trump will fire Sessions in the next two weeks. That's my bet. Oh yeah, he's toast. Yeah, I thought he was going to be toast today. Yeah, and I'm telling you, and telling you right now, it's like can't believe it lasted this long. <laughs> Next on that chopping block, I'm telling you, is Stephen Miller. Oh my god, you think so? Oh, and I'll tell you why because they're using the same angle they use with Steve Bannon. Yep. They're like, oh, this 32 year old staffer is really running the country, not Trump. He takes yeah. his marching oh. orders from Stephen Miller, and you know, he because hates this, that. I mean, that is true that Stephen Miller does take him aside and be like, no, this is the position you have, right. or. This and that. And forget it, man. That got Bannon out, and, and Stephen Miller was Bannon's little flunky. He's gone. A month. He'll be gone in a month. You don't think You don't think Kelly's up next? Oh, maybe. Kelly and Conway? No, no, no. Or John no, Kelly? No, no, no. 
John Kelly. Oh, it's, he, the he chief likes of staff. generals, though. He likes yeah, generals. Yeah, he does. But, the, 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 but, <laughs> but, but, he, but he's got so many of them. <laughs> but Kelly went on the news and t- said that Trump was uninformed about something. It was the yeah. wall. It was the yeah. wall. He's uninformed. So that oh, – I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> – like I've read somewhere that I didn't know that Trump went to a military school as a mm. child. That's because his father hated him. Remember, that's what started right. this whole thing. <laughs> and I think that's why he he defers to military guys a lot. Sure. I don't know. I I, I would say Stephen Miller before Kelly. Okay. Mm. No one's Everything's- saying that John Kelly's controlling the president. But when they say that Stephen Miller is <laughs> a thirty-five year old <laughs> lizard man, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so gross. I mean. Think it's 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 so it's so tough because things keep progressing like the way we hope, mm. but it seems like nothing's getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's only piling on. It's only getting worse every you know every day. There's more and more and more, and the the, the crap the, the the pile of shit can only get so high. <laughs> I was gonna say every time we lose another villain in the Trump administration, <laughs> it doesn't seem to make a dent. There's just an endless supply somehow. Yeah. I just, I just want to be. I don't know how it's going to be, but we, I, I really need to be rid of DeVos. Oh yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't do anything other than nothing. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't open her mouth against him. No, nope. Yeah, she's she's staying. She's she's put. She's fine. Yeah, that's we really fine. need I don't to know. go just... back and revisit that list that we did when we talked about who was the worst, <laughs> and just see who's on there now. Just just see if if any of our opinions have changed. No, we should of find the it. cabinet. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say at least what. Five, if not six of the top ten are already gone? Probably, yeah. Flynn, Bannon, Priebus. Who else? Uh, so wasn't there a uh, – <laughs> I thought there – I don't remember. I don't, I'd, have to, I'd have to actually yeah. see the mm-hmm. list. Oh, Tom Price. He's gone. Yeah. Hmm. Then there's some who weren't even on the list. No Scaramucci on that list. No Stephen no. Miller on that list. <laughs> no, no, we, <laughs> we didn't have to make even a whole know they existed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's – what did you did you hear that um, in the Fire and Fury book? Um, what's his Wolf did not put it in the book explicitly because he didn't have proof. Not that half of his book was proofed anyway, but anyway, um, that he made the assertion that um, Trump is having an affair right now with somebody in the works in the White House. Yes, I saw that. Who was he talking to? Bill Maher said that he's talking to Bill Maher. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So who might that be? He said, "Read between the lines." Right. It's in there, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. You want to take a guess? You want to take some some gentlemen and lady bets here? <laughs> I think it's as to who it is. Sure. Cur- I think it like as we speak. Yes. Or can I still guess well, Amorosa? <laughs> well, wait, wait, because I know what Karen has to say, and I yes. don't want her to influence you guys. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, then I'll make my my prediction. Who I think it is. Okay. All right. I think it's Hope Hicks. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we think alike. Ah, <laughs> uh, you think it's Hope Hicks too? Yeah, huh? I do. <laughs> She's young and pretty, and she's been tagging along for I don't know why we. I don't oh, know yeah. why reason. I don't even know what she does or why I know her name, but she, I know I've seen. She's press secretary. Oh, she is. Okay, yeah. what? Yeah, she, uh, I thought that other lady was the press secretary. She is assistant, and she's the spokesperson, press secretary person. Hope yeah, she's behind the scenes. White House spokesperson, I think, is the official Darn. title. Yeah, that seems so reasonable. <laughs> I'm still going to go with it, and I'm not. I'm obviously not going to go with my original wild guess, but I will. <laughs> I'll throw a different wild guess in there and let me think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm wrong. It's White House Communications Director. Communications mm. Director. Okay. God, that sounds promising. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I still don't want to be, I don't want to get on this bandwagon. I'm off the Hope Hicks bandwagon. I'm sticking firm with Nikki Haley. Whoa, that's out of left field. That is. Well, she works in New York. She works for the UN. Yeah, he loves it in New York. 
You right, should have went true. with Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> oh, no. She, no. 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 Too old. <laughs> I, nothing. I, uh, that sounds bad, but for Trump, she is too old. <laughs> oh, that's true. You need to well, be. Well, that was actually the, uh, the only argument, the only reasonable argument against Hope Hicks is that she's smart. She would know better than to uh, than to actually have sex with. Oh her. no, it's her. <laughs> Sorry, just I just read. <laughs> no, I just looked her up, and uh, her former her bio says former model. There you go. It's absolutely yeah. Oh, well, that she's totally qualified for the job then. Yeah, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny about how many names I know, and like like hope why. Who the fuck was Obama's communications director? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> I don't even know who the fucking barely knew who the treasurer was. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I remember seeing a lot of people be like, good choice with Hope Hicks. She's rock solid. I'm like, who the fuck Who's is Hope that? Hicks? Yeah. Yeah. But then I saw a picture. I said, oh, well, I, I see. Yeah. Longest serving political aid. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Serving. <laughs> so I pulled up our previous list of Trump appointments ah. and- so number one on the list, if you remember, uh, this was we listed them in uh, most dangerous to the survival of the human race. I think, <laughs> right? Michael Flynn was the highest. Oh wow, he gone, was gone, <laughs> gone way early. Yeah. Uh, no, number two was Bessie DeVos. Yeah. Right. Uh, number three was Steve Bannon. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Right. Yeah. He's really gone now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom Price. Gone. Gone. It's amazing. Uh, Jeff Sessions. Mm. Almost gone. Almost. Two weeks from now, he'll be gone. <laughs> Don McGahn, White House Counsel. Mm. He's still, as far as I know, yeah, he's, he's still there. I think he's still there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Pompeo. Is he gone? Yeah, he's still charged to the CIA. Is he? Yeah, oh, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mnuchin, Steve Treasury. Mnuchin. Oh, oh, God, him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Priebus. Gone. Gone. Out. KT McFarland, the Deputy National Security Advisor. Uh, and at the time, Nikki Haley and hmm. Elaine Chow. Both still in. And uh, yeah, they the are one. probably, we listed them as being the least. As equal, yeah. equally benign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, 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 seems like Nikki Haley has proven a little bit worse. But isn't that other lady just, what, she, she uh, transportation? Yeah, yeah she's exactly. The, the turtle's wife, she's right? McCon- yeah, she's McConnell's wife. Yeah. She's the one who's going to make us pay for all the tolls and shit. Mm. Mm. You know, it's funny, though, the ones we didn't even think of to put on the list, like Mick Mulvaney. Steve, Steve Miller, we didn't even know about. We didn't even know who Steve Miller. Wilbur Ross, we didn't put on there. Mm. Uh, Maybe these people weren't, weren't, uh, weren't mentioned yet. Also, did you hear what's going on with Wilbur Ross? He, <laughs> he's on his way out, too. He might be the next one out before Stephen Miller and Jeff Sessions. He fucked up some deal with China on steel. And Trump is really mad at him, saying that he's lost his edge and that he's not the deal maker that he used to be. And he consistently falls asleep in meetings. <laughs> oh, right. I saw these <laughs> pictures. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, uh, not nodding the- off sleeping, like right, dead no. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> lost his edge. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but Trump didn't have a problem with sleeping. It's the, he fucked that deal up. Sure. Wow. Maybe he fell asleep during the meeting. I don't know what the Chinese. <laughs> all right, that's all I've got. Anything else that uh, anyone wants to discuss? Did Ian get I his? I do. Yeah, I have. I have a short story for oh, you. Right. Oh wait, yes, real quick please. before Ian goes to his story. Uh-oh. Right on the on the Hope Hicks thing and and Trump. Just to let it be known, also with all this Stormy Daniels oh. shit going on, the porn star Melania is not going with the president to Davos next week for that economic meeting where all the world leaders are going to and blah blah blah. Yeah, what was the stated reason? 
Because she found out that he was having an affair, or... No, I don't think it was that. I don't think there was any reason. Just said that she just was not going. But she was (laughs) supposed to go, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, suspicion is that it's because of the Stormy Daniels stuff. Yeah. Pretty reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Yes. Ian, what you got? Oh, (laughs) so I went to see my family physician here a few days ago for my annual physical, plus some... uh, you know, you're about to turn 40, mm. fasting blood work and the like. And uh, while I'm there, so I'm sitting in the waiting room waiting to be taken in and I had to to fill out some forms. And usually sitting in the waiting room is just a completely, you know, it's early in the morning. It's, I, I, there's obviously no one to talk to, nothing to do. I just sit quietly and stare off into the middle distance until I hear my name. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was glaringly obvious all of a sudden while I was sitting there that the that their Sirius XM satellite radio station of choice was all of a sudden inspirational slash Christian contemporary. Oh. Like huh. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I start hearing someone singing about, you know, feeling his power and praising him. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and... uh so I go in and I have my appointment and he's like, is there anything else? And I said, yes. You know, now let me just tell you, I know I'm only in here for a couple minutes. I know in this area I'm in an extreme minority. I know that you have to listen to it all day. So, you know, whatever you guys got to do, I said, but did you notice that your waiting room music is Christian contemporary slash inspirational? Maybe not the most appropriate thing. And he said, yeah, well, whatever the old channel was, was one of the songs came on and it was about suicide or something and someone got upset. So we had to change it to this. I was like, of all the options <laughs> on Sirius XM radio, you guys felt that this was the absolute only possible appropriate option. I said, you know, hmm. not 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 all your patients are Christians. It's just not that appropriate. And he said, yeah, but we have to listen to it all day and I'm not going to change it. I said, cool. There's literally a doctor channel. On <laughs> Music to not offend anyone. Yeah. A kid's channel. Yeah. I, I really, all, I brought that up and then he just told me I'm not going to change it. Wow. So uh, on my way home, I, there, the office that he works in is, they have, you know, a couple practices in the area. When I first moved up here, I started at that at this general practitioner's office because it's a group of doctors. And one of the doctors there was the doctor that was present when my wife was born mm. and has always been her physician. And he wanted, she wanted to continue going to see him. So when she brought me there, they were like, yeah, you can just keep anybody here. Cause you don't feel attached to anybody. And I was like, sure, whatever, yeah. whoever will see me. Yeah. So I, I ended up with this guy and he's a good doctor and I enjoy seeing him. But as soon as that happened, I, I drove home and there is, this one is kind of out in the sticks. It's probably a 15 to 20 minute drive, depending on traffic. And there is a, a, you know, affiliated family practice center here in, in, in my town mm. that's about two to three minutes away from my house. Mm. So I called them and I was like, transfer me. Mm. And they were like, sure. So now I have a new doctor. Nice. Fuck that guy <laughs> and his stupid radio. <laughs> I did not realize how angry I was until I got in the car and started driving away. And I was talking and I was like, yeah, everything was good. All my blood work came back good. And man, I'm enraged. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to, if, so technically he's not allowed to play serious radio in his place of business where he makes money. He has to pay a different license to do that. So if you were really enraged, you could call Sirius FM and say, did you know that this doctor's office is playing 
Oh, that's funny because he told me he had to play that. What? He said we have to use Sirius XM, and I said what? Okay. I mean, and I said I. It might have a just deal. So much, it might have a deal. It might, there. and there's just so much variety on there. I was like, how could you think this is appropriate? And then I realized that not only do I live in the sticks, but I go to a doctor that's 20 minutes deeper into the sticks. <laughs> you can undo. And I was like, yeah. I was like, never mind. All right. I was like, rather than rather than fight you on this issue, I will just take my business elsewhere. Sure. I really like my dentist. Even he does it too. But he's, I really like him. And, and <laughs> I lie there in the chair, and I, I'm like, "Damn it! I do, no!" I'm like, no. He plays the same thing. <laughs> no, actually, what he does is really super illegal. He has his. Because I, I asked him the one day, I'm like, How, "Where do you get your music?" And he's like, "Oh, I have an iPod in the back. It's my music. I just play it over the." I'm like, "Oh, that's super illegal." All right. <laughs> How is that illegal? You can't. He's making money there. You cannot play it in a place of business where you make money. Your own music that you paid for? Correct. Well, you paid for your listening privilege not right. to share with others. Right. So you yeah. nobody can listen to his iPod except for him? Correct. If he's, if, if he's in his home, it's fine. If he's at his place of business, they own part of his business. They, they are supposed to get a cut of the number of ears that are listening to the music. If it's your house, So if I owned a business, I couldn't play Spotify or uh, Pandora? I don't know, Spotify and Pandora, I'm not sure how the rules for those are, but I know that if you, you, you can't, you know, play CDs and you can't play your iPod, you can't do that. That's against the rules. I don't rules. know, Ian. I, I, I'd much prefer you just switch doctors and be a total asshole <laughs> like that. I did. I'm not, I'm not for that law, if that's a law. Uh. <laughs> I did. I, I, did, I didn't want to drag any sort of large corporations or, <laughs> you know, even like, and I didn't even get into it with a new place. You know, I was like, listen, my doctor's just fine, but I had to ask myself, do I 20 minutes like my doctor or do I two minutes like my doctor or do I two minutes want a new doctor? So and they were like, yeah, whatever. It's easy to transfer. It's easy to transfer. No more talking. Just come to our place. <laughs> it's like fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But all these other laws I don't want to get into because there's plenty of places that I think probably do this that I enjoy and I don't want them to get in any trouble. Like there's an indoor playground that I take my son to that is clearly streaming, you know, Disney music. Mm. Throughout the day, and I'm like, I don't know if they have a license for that, but I, I don't care. I hate Disney, too. Those jerks. <laughs> Stealing from Disney. Woohoo! Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was my story. Star Wars. <laughs> Freaking Christian contemporary music in the sh- waiting room. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Agreed. That's all I got. Okay. okay. All righty. Thanks, guys. I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please uh, share it. You can share it on social media, leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Uh, if you want to contact us, like I mentioned before, Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet to us, at profanearg. Also, uh, please check out the other shows on Soon To Be Named Network, soontobenamednetwork.com. Uh, a lot of different podcasts and shows for your listening pleasure. Uh, I would like to uh, thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.